Francast. We are excited today to be here to be sharing a special bonus episode. <laughs> uh, we are not talking about the last three episodes of season one as we planned. Uh, uh, we are talking about the fantastic movie, <laughs> Beautician <laughs> and the Beast. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Larry's here. Hello. Yes, and Colleen is here. Hello. And Colleen, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what happened? Why are we reviewing Petition and the Beast today? <laughs> well, one of the guests on this podcast, me, um, <laughs> did not take um, our fearless leader's advice, Rachel. And this first time, when we first started watching the, and started this podcast, and did not, um, I did not purchase the full seasons, and there was only so many limited episodes on YouTube and other places. Yeah. So we kind of ran out of options this week. So um, an order is here. It's been shipped, waiting for it to arrive. It should be coming early since it's from where I live in the area here, and we'll, we should be all on track for next week. Yeah, it's so frustrating because there, unless you live abroad, there's no way to stream the nanny right now, uh, except for you know finding wonky episodes on YouTube. And unfortunately, the final finale of the season, we could not find anywhere. Yeah. And so, and and even the 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 series on DVD, we had to like hunt down on eBay. It's not even available on Amazon. So that's no, no. Yeah, yeah, they had it. They had the first two seasons up on Roku until the end of April, and then they took them off. Um, so it just uh, it's so difficult to find the show anywhere uh, other than I guess reruns. So, so I made a joke that it's like a conspiracy theory that if you want to watch the nan the nanny, it's trying to keep the cable companies in business. I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's so it's weird. Nuts. We don't. I don't know why uh, it's so hard. Because even it, even the ones that are occasionally on television, like it's only a handful of episodes. It's not. You can't yeah. get every episode. Uh, like you you can if you were to be able to stream it normally and and so uh unless we unless we get these dvds there's literally no way to watch some of these episodes and the dvds are expensive so we were trying to avoid that and just all kinds of drama and <laughs> it's so weird i feel like this show is popular enough maybe it maybe, is maybe yeah. I, I don't know it's i can't understand what sony sony television i don't understand what they're doing <laughs> well good news i have that um i don't know if you guys know that post office informed delivery app for the u.s u.s post uh -huh. service um it's in transit expected oh, good. delivery may 19th okay yeah, yo this is good <laughs> yes so we oh so you'll have it by tuesday so we're Hopefully, definitely yes. we're, we're gonna be good <laughs> and and larry got the, the dvds so we won't have this happen again because unfortunately our 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 uh our our divine fran has only made a couple movies so we don't have a lot of subs <laughs> very limited bonus yeah. episode opportunities yeah i know so we yeah, we can watch this is final tap next and then uh, oh I'm yeah, that's on my list. <laughs> Say we might have to just do that anyway because Colleen hasn't seen it. Yeah, I know, I mean, and I almost rented it this weekend, but I got stuck in another rabbit uh, hole. But I, yeah. that's on my list. It's so good. I mean, she's only in it a little tiny bit, <laughs> uh, but uh, in and then uh, she's in the Robin Williams Jack movie, which I hate that movie. It's so she was awful. also on Saturday Night Fever, which I can't stand. Yeah. I know that might be unpopular, but I. Hate <laughs> I love the music, but I can't. I think it's a terrible movie. Oh yeah, I I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember, I think it was kind of boring, when I watched it in college. But the music's uh, phenomenal, but the yeah. me, the movie is awful. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and and then I'm sure there's a couple others scattered around, but but uh, but not enough for a whole episode. But she does have the Beautician and the Beast, her shining hour of cinematic glory, 
and I'm I'm excited to talk about it. This movie is kind of my go-to answer for guilty pleasure. If people ask me what you know what is a guilty pleasure, I don't feel literally guilty about it. But I think that's the spirit of the question. Yeah. Is a movie that you know is not great. You know, it's not like <laughs> a good movie, but you enjoy it for for what it is. Then and I think it's just because I love Fran and this is a very fran movie and it's basically the nanny in a movie <laughs> with a little <laughs> bit of fairy tale kind of thrown in there and there is a lot of satire to a lot of movies too you know there's definitely sound of music there's definitely king and i there's definitely uh <clears throat> a bunch of different uh classic movies that it's kind of riffing off of or trying to riff off obviously fairy tales as well your beauty and the beast that kind of a thing and uh and so i i think it's pretty funny and i enjoy it but i'm not gonna like it's it, i understand why it was looked over in the in the academy award race that year i get that um but i don't know colleen uh you had just what did what did you think of beautician and the beast well i actually watched it this morning so it's fresh in my mind yeah. <laughs> um it's i thought it would be better i don't uh -huh. i thought it was decent yeah um, i expected it i you know usually a movie takes me a little bit to maybe get hooked uh -huh. and it took me about fit maybe halfway through to finally start getting into it so i thought okay. it was a little slow in the beginning okay but i did i did think it came out like it should i was expecting the ending we received sure and i enjoyed it and it definitely was for in part due yeah. <laughs> and I enjoyed a lot of that. Um, I, I did feel the big difference between Fran Fine and Joy Miller was um, just a little bit smarter, maybe, or yeah. you know, acted a little smarter. But it, it wasn't my favorite, but I but it was enjoyable. Oh, yeah. How Definitely. do you think it compares to the <laughs> to the many 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 royal movies that we see on Hallmark? <laughs> I thought about that because I was like trying to think which one does it remind me the most of and it was kind mm -hmm. of a combination of Crown for Christmas with Danica McCullough. There are pieces of that I saw yeah. and the one with that I forgot the name of with um, um, Lacey Chabert and Jason Christmas. That there was a little bit of that in there. The ending kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. The children reminded me a little, well, the children were nice children, though, unlike the girl in the crown for Christmas. For the most part, the children were, were good children in this mm -hmm. one. Um, yeah. But those were the two I thought of. It didn't really, it didn't really focus on any other of the movies. Yeah. Um, that was, those were the two that struck, struck me as co slightly comparable. Yeah. Would you say that it's those movies, the Hallmark movies, the Royal movies are better than this, or do you think this is better? Um... I'm kind of biased to those two Hallmark movies. Those yeah. are probably my two favorite royal ones, besides Royal Matchmaker, which mm -hmm. is nothing like this. Um, I, I kind of like them better because they're a little bit more charming. I feel like my biggest problem with the movie, and I think because it, because he starts to, Boris starts to change character about halfway through. Uh -huh. He was too much. He was too, too nasty. I know that was the point, uh -huh. but he he just was really grating in the beginning yeah, yeah. so i feel uh, like that's the big that's kind of where it turned yeah. me off in the first part i mean i think i i almost want to think of it more of like once upon a prince is one that i think of oh okay yeah um well i mean that one there there's uh there's really not like a beauty and the beast element to it anything but just i feel like that one's like a tiny bit snarky mm -hmm. and just like a little bit i love when he does his like rage gardening yeah. he's like really upset <laughs> he's like <laughs> trying to get back at his parents and right um or i i think also maybe a little bit in royal hearts there's a little little bit of sarcasm in that uh -huh. one with uh -huh. james brolin right like, no you're right i hadn't even thought of that one you're right uh that i like that one that he uh he really he doesn't want to be king he just wants to be at home with his dog and like everyone to leave him alone and right uh, <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, I I uh, I think that they're probably better the Hallmark ones, but they don't have Fran. I wish that they did. They should. Um, but 
I've been holding off because I know that this movie would be a tough sell for Larry. But uh, <laughs> so, Larry, Larry, did you find anything you liked about the movie? <laughs> well, so as I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this she she was right. This is pretty much quite literally a a, a feature length episode of the nanny." Like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's weird having Fran not be named Fran. I know something to me. I just like Joy Miller. What is and what a bland like what a weird name for. <laughs> The cat's like, oh, what, is, uh, what a boring kind of just, I don't know. Really? I don't know. I was like, I mean, who cares? You're or playing Francine or something. Yeah, you're you're playing Fran again. Like, <laughs> just play all the way into it. Um, I I guess I had a little bit of the opposite. <laughs> that's how you know how snarky I am. I had a little bit of the opposite reaction of Colleen. I'm like, mm, I feel like he turned too fast. Uh, he turned too easily from dictator to soft-hearted romance lead. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, she is just it has just an infectious personality. So that that was the the main selling point was for yeah. herself is, you know, she has that just kind of thing about her. So you kind of are endeared to her. Uh, as you watch it, if you are, I mean, yeah. I know there's, I know there are some people who are not into her period, but <laughs> I mean, obviously we are here, and so that that was definitely the highlight of the film for me. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt that that uh, that she is the, and this is her only, this is the only movie she's ever been able to be a starring role, is mm. in uh, in this movie, which is kind of sad. I feel like she she's so great. <laughs> I'm shocked by that. I feel I like she's so talented. And I know she, and she can do other, you know, it's hard to escape that personality, but you can do it and you can make it happen or you can make it more creative mm -hmm. like, in different ways. But. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real shame just because, and she's so funny. I mean, I found out uh, that in, in the interview, I think I was listening to that she, she even auditioned for Sound Alive, like, she would have been amazing on that show uh, she and, and got a call back uh but she didn't work with her uh with what she some other things she was doing so she didn't uh obviously it wasn't necessarily alive but she she's really great and it's a, but i think that you have to have the right projects mm -hmm. it's kind of similar to uh in a way it's kind of similar to somebody like trying to find a movie for for shaquille o'neal like i'm not saying they're on the same same acting levels or whatever but they're both just such unique presence that you can't like just put them in any movie you know like you have to have the right role that will work and and it's right. so hard to find uh i mean it's so hard to find the 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 right thing but you think there would be more than one that would be able to yeah. find it uh and be able to make her uh, her work but so yeah it's interesting it's actually the the uh the wikipedia page for beauty and the beast is quite robust it's pretty oh. i actually funny. looked at it too I'm, all right <laughs> it's really quite uh, uh yeah so i i guess they even like created a a whole language for the country of uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> that they had which is really? Slovetsia, yeah right slow wait slovets everyone slovetsia uh, yes uh slovetsia i guess they actually created slovetsian or whatever i feel like they don't speak it that much I know. So it, seems, it seems a little bit like a waste to create a whole language <laughs> when you just have them speak english yeah they're saying that it's uh the when we find it where they said that it was like Hungarian and uh, Czech Russian and Hungarian. Uh, the <laughs> like Slovenia uh, and Slovakia kind of yeah, had a marriage, they, had a baby or something. They, they recruited dialect coach Francie Brown to construct fictional language of Slovetsian. It contains influences from Czech, Russian, and Hungarian. See, she should, they should have named her Francie. Yeah, I mean, they should have just, yeah, yeah, they definitely should have kept her name. Yeah, Fran, for sure. I don't know, just at a certain point, you're like, oh, what's the point of renaming her? Yeah. 
<laughs> but uh but anyway so the movie it starts out with she's teaching night school at the cosmetology school and uh, she says make sure to look flashy not trashy and you know that's a very fran line i think mm-hmm. and you get the the fire at the school <laughs> And then we speaking of stupid people, I mean that anybody who sprays hairspray on an open flame oh is uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed there. I saw that and I'm like, are you joking? <laughs> oh my god. Fucking inferno yeah. down the row there of, of wigs. It was like crazy. <laughs> and so the big headline is oh cause she saves all of the animals from the school and uh and so she's on the headline hero teacher and i guess this uh this uh grushinsky guy he doesn't actually read articles he just looks at headlines <laughs> so i mean because it was a research. lot of trouble <laughs> he just read the article but uh but he sees it and he's very excited uh and he <laughs> he basically recruits uh recruits joy to be a teacher for the children of the uh, of the uh what do they call them the premier or whatever um president <clears throat> i think he's a president president of fictional nation of slovetskia <laughs> <laughs> and she agrees and to go over there and I like. I did like when he said, "You Americans and your positive thinking." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, the <clears throat> the uh, the whole uh, the movie uh, was filmed mostly in. Uh, it was filmed a lot in Czech, the Czech Republic, and oh. one of the cool things about uh, about particularly Prague in the Czech Republic is that it wasn't as impacted by world war uh world war ii as other places because they were kind of a neutral zone and so it has a lot of old school uh architecture that wasn't as impacted by uh by the war as other places so a lot of period pieces are filmed in prague uh and they have this castle uh there evidently (laughs) that they were able to film in uh that uh it's called shrive shrive castle in the czech republic and i mean this movie they they don't even try really to have uh any sense of sort of culture or i mean everybody she she understands everybody and everybody understands her and uh it's <laughs> it's kind of funny but uh i mean <laughs> what do you what do you think about uh about these whole opening scenes you said it starts kind of slow for you colleen right yeah i mean you mean the, the new york part i thought it was yeah. cute um the parents I, I just kept wanting to see her mother it just wasn't the same i was disappointed <laughs> yeah. Well, especially because they gave her kind of the same dialogue and the same accent yeah. even <laughs> sylvia <Yeah. laughs> it just wasn't sylvia i mean yeah i you know the woman tried i, I don't know the actress but you know it just wasn't quite the, the same first though. time she says meanwhile i was like oh i mean this is literally like a script for sylvia <laughs> i know even her, her voice sounded uh, even very voice. similar yeah oh, i was like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah but, of course we never see her dad in the nanny but it was like yeah. a recast. It wasn't quite, you know, as good as you want it to be or you expect it to be. It's like a re- not a recast fail. I don't want to say she failed. I just <laughs> didn't think it was that good. <laughs> that part. But the beauty school stuff was, I mean, it was kind of cute. I did like her hair. I mean, well, we'll talk about the fashion, I'm sure. But, you yeah. know, it, it had its moments. I mean, I thought it was cute. I liked the idea of her being, it was funny when she created the, um, the i want to say it's like a bouffant i don't know what that hairstyle is called the big hair from yeah it's for the the person the tv personality that was kind of funny in the very first part which oh right yeah that was funny and the the students just 
too stereotypical of beauty beautician or cosmetology yeah. students, but that's that's right. That's the writing, you know. It is right. what it is. But it was all right. It set yeah. it set her up well, I thought. Mm-hmm. So she meets uh, Timothy Dalton as uh, the uh, as oh, the uh, president. Uh, the uh, his I forget his almost forgot his name for a second uh as boris <laughs> and i guess they were really styling him to look like joseph stalin which is really weird <laughs> that's odd <laughs> like, i mean it it's it the whole story of the king and i i mean it has the the delightful songs so we enjoy it and yul brenner's great but it's such a weird story when you really think about it that like he's a murderous dictator why is this like a a a romance with bubbly (laughs) songs like what (laughs) it's so weird (laughs) i mean and literally in the story of the king and i he's gonna kill the the uh the 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 people for the the couple the sweet couple for falling in love and being and not because she's not going to be his concubine and then again this is our light breezy romantic movie uh they're great if you ever get a chance to see broadway musical called the drowsy chaperone it's hilarious it's really good and 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 they have this whole riff on the king and i in one one section uh that it's hilarious and uh it's it's just i know we accept it because it's one of those classics but when you really think about it it's like the story is (laughs) problematic <laughs> but but yeah there definitely were there definitely were moments of sound and music also mm-hmm. throughout this movie and i mean did you think larry that it was successful in satirizing uh you know those kind of things what did you think of the i guess the writing did it make you laugh um i think i mean i had chuckles um yeah through <laughs> I <had> little <laughs> chuckles uh, <laughs> Well, that's a promising statement. <laughs> there you go. Um, I definitely, I think, um, in some, I do, I don't think it was a total like failure in satirizing those type of stories, though, because I mean, in honesty, uh, they are pretty ridiculous in and of themselves. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it. It did okay in, yeah. in, in being a satire on yeah. them. Especially the, in the, the introductory scene uh, where uh, he is very similar in where he first meets, uh, they first meet. It's very similar to Sound of Music. And uh, she's, he's like, I expect you to be prompt, efficient, and dressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> and uh, uh, they do have four kids in this instead of three kids. Mm-hmm. which you know the nanny of course they have three and the 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 boy is like super pervy like what? oh my gosh weird. Uh, weird that was like that one scene was like uh, what am i what's going on this it was not necessary i couldn't agree more <laughs> i mean you can have him like sneak a peek at her butt like they do in the classroom yeah. or whatever that's one thing but they just like took it to a completely other level that i was like whoa what is going on <laughs> yeah if you had that impression of that kid i had that same i mean obviously in the end too with what he gives her well like what (laughs) so weird (laughs) too much too much yeah he tells he tell uh say fran he tells joy uh this is i look forward to learning about all your decadent american ways and she says honey we just met which i thought was kind of funny (laughs) and uh they he also says we don't want to be raped by your mindless cultural imperialism and he says to and she says you know carl you only get one chance to make a impression i was like i thought her back and forth with him at this beginning one was it was good uh yeah. yeah it was just where they took his character from there that was a little bit like oh my god but yeah she had some nice little lines in this first entry for sure yeah yeah and i 
I uh, I liked uh, the 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 whole breakfast scene. To me, felt very also. Uh, uh, it reminded me a lot of Sound of Music too, when she sits on the pine cone and Sound of Music. Very similar kind of scene uh, when they're first meeting, and uh, and then I also I just thought it was funny and cute when she is writing her name on the board, the chalkboard. And you've got like all these like she draws all these hearts and circles and whatever and like that that's it feels like something that i would have done when i was like 12. (laughs) like right i didn't know maybe she's written before but i didn't know fran was left-handed i am too so i'm excited lefties unite yeah (laughs) so i didn't know that so that's and you probably didn't know that about me either i I didn't know either Yeah, so. that's a good catch. You yeah. and and uh, Ned Ned Flanders on Simpsons. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna all be. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and so she finds out that all the books are propaganda, super propaganda. Oh my gosh. But you would think, especially if you're taking the time to design a language, that you would at least have the textbooks in the language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's just baffled me i'm just like oh my gosh <laughs> because creating a language is is difficult like it takes us pretty time yeah. consuming tasks to create a language at least even in just enough words for a film you know to, to at least get it to a point where you can do that and just there was no need for it it's <laughs> just such a waste of resource and time for the for this casting crew for this yes. language um i did think the book was funny that she chose like world history and opened it and was like what in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh no this ain't right and, <laughs> the, and, and the, the guy being like no 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 shut up stop <laughs> boris evidently solved the gulf war we didn't know this <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was just like what <laughs> yeah and so the the oldest daughter and this is very king and i kind of a thing that Bola's daughter, she uh, is in love with a kind of activist. <laughs> um, and she tells, uh, she tells Joy that all she wants to learn about is sex, sex, sex. <laughs> and, and Joy says, uh, what do you mean by that? And, and she, she says, uh, what, uh, holding, holding hands, eating ice cream. And she says, you've just described the before and after. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and the, I thought there was a funny scene between uh, when, when she goes and talks to Boris and he's fencing all that. And, uh, and she looks at the guy that he's fencing and says, is this the only job you can get? <laughs> and basically she feels so she finds out that that the the daughter is supposed to be in an arranged marriage and she tells him this is ridiculous and and he says do you know what happened to the last person who called me ridiculous i don't know because it's been so long since i've since we've seen him (laughs) that was kind of funny and and she says so you can dish it out but you can't take it and so yeah that i thought they had i don't i think i don't i don't feel like they have the best chemistry it's certainly no fran and charles uh see mr sheffield and fran not even close no no (laughs) (laughs) but Uh, it's a far cry from his bond days no i mean it's serviceable though i'd say it's okay their chemistry would you agree or no? You think it's terrible? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's terrible. No. Uh, no. I think it, I mean it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Definitely not the worst. But it's, yeah, it's right in the middle. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I mean that weird scene with the sandwich was a little awkward, but uh, <laughs> 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 it's like a pivotal scene of their romantic <laughs> development. I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is weird. Uh, but. <laughs> It's kind of funny because on the Goodwitch, uh, we, we, which is on Hallmark Channel, they have terrible sandwich 
when the one girl is operating a food truck and we get lots of laughs because of the terrible looking sandwiches that they make and so i don't know it's just uh, it can be a <laughs> be a tricky dynamic you think sandwiches would be pretty easy to pull off but i don't think it really is Mm. I don't know. I didn't realize sandwiches yeah. were such the rom-com staple. I know. I didn't either. <laughs> and I watch all the rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so <clears throat> then we have, yeah, the really weird scene with the sun coming on oh to gosh. Fran. Oh, it's so man. weird i don't understand. i don't want to remember i i want to forget that it's like <laughs> i wish i hadn't seen like i want to unsee it you know i mean yeah. it literally was just the worst like it was the worst scene of the whole movie like yeah. just it's like whoa this is <laughs> i i don't and know it wasn't uh, funny so i don't understand no. why they did it like it wasn't funny at all so it was really weird uh but uh, like there weren't even literally any jokes and i mean it and then it introduces a side point with that son that never gets addressed right about yeah. him wanting to be an artist like so they introduce a new plot point that they just forget all about yeah, yeah, they just ignored the rest yeah of i was like oh well okay we didn't go back to that whole art thing uh <laughs> right yeah, yeah. It's, so it's totally wasted yeah so then she sneaks out with uh, katarina the girl and uh they they go to a club secret club and like half the club is like a normal club and half is like a, a political activist meeting and that's where the the guy is and he ends up getting arrested and we find out that uh they have this weird i don't know i don't know why they decided to include an element of the fact that fran's father and i mean joy's father in this uh runs a stationery store I, I don't understand why that is a thing but uh but nevertheless uh and so she gets in trouble of course uh the with boris for being involved with this and his daughter and uh so he ends up the boy ends up getting locked in the dungeon they're at the palace. <laughs> wow. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I know we're trying to make this little country kind of grungy, but I was like, what is this club? I'm like, what is it? <laughs> underground club. I'm like, we can't even turn the lights down a little bit. I know yeah. it's a movie too, but it's pretty well lit in here. Uh, <laughs> this is real industrial, but. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was funny. It's like, they they don't even have a prison in this country how small is this oh country gosh. they got a dungeon yeah. in the castle dungeon probably the all those people that were in the crowd were all the people that lived there yeah they, <laughs> that was the whole the whole country the <laughs> that was the whole population and <laughs> uh, then they go over all of the the start talking about the world leaders and uh, the only, they were they were pretty funny, but I like they said Newt Gingrich is a boy from the boy from Eight is Enough, but all grown up. What? <laughs> I don't know what that. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, <laughs> who's a Hallmark star now? You know that. You know that. Did you know that? No, I didn't what? know that. So you know that Newt real Gingrich? quick. No, no. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! No, I was like, what? Do you know oh. Williams? <laughs> He's not the youngest though. No. Oh, Aiden. you're right. He wasn't the youngest. He was no. the Never mind. Okay. I digress. Never mind. No, he Gosh, was... you all. I'm sorry. You just like completely derailed my mind. Like my <laughs> mind was just blown for a minute. I was like, oh my God, what is going on over there on Hallmark that new Cambridge is a star? No, don't, don't give them any ideas. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> no, because they may consider it. Don't do it. <laughs> just so baffled like my mind is still recovering no, he, is. he was at the middle child yeah. Is enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true he's uh he's we've seen him in a few roles on Hallmark channel um but uh but then there's this whole speech before the people and you're right it might be all the people we don't know um <laughs> uh, and you and then you see fran uh, getting before the crowd and raising her hands and then lowering them, raising them, lowering. And she's like, I always wanted to do that. I thought that was kind of a funny scene. 
these were these were my rom-com grievances i was just like ugh, he would have like snatched her up and like thrown her in the jail like it would have like yeah. <laughs> this man would have already thrown this woman into jail yeah thrown right. her into I prison agree. beneath the beneath yeah. the castle but yeah. i was like i mean it's a it's a, it's a cute rom-com we can't just be snatching her up and throwing her in prison uh yeah, yeah. Well, and then this is where uh, where they do the make the sandwich is right after her, <laughs> yes. her glorious speech, <laughs> and uh, and he says uh, she says I can find food in Gandhi's house. So that was a pretty funny line. <laughs> Gosh, and then they had that like a whole turkey that she's like cutting. Yeah, like oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I mean, then they have that moment later, I guess, with the actual live turkey, but it was also <laughs> in the chicken. Oh, the chicken. Sorry, yeah, it was yeah. the chicken. I do yeah. love how animal friendly she was in this movie. Like she just half of her her character development is saving animals from death. Right. <laughs> just like adopts this chicken and takes it home. Yeah, That's yeah. Nice. I mean, he he tells her he says your laugh reminds me of my wife. She laughed with her whole heart. So. Oh. <laughs> uh, that. Uh, that that's unexpected you don't expect that from uh someone's response from fran's laugh no but uh <laughs> they, and they almost kiss i mean it's, it's pretty it's pretty intimate there making sandwiches it's pretty good uh, him like the way he was chopping i just there was a lot of weirdness her like and then a whole dialogue about mayonnaise <laughs> Yeah, no. That's where I was just like, what is going on? We're sitting here, she's hiding the mayonnaise. Like, yeah, apparently, telling him he's getting too old to be eating mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of made me think of, on How I Met Your Mother. They, because he's on How I Met Your Mother, the, the construct is that he's telling the story to his, to his children, right? And, uh, and so, whenever they're doing drugs, they just they say they're making sandwiches or eating sandwiches or. Mm whatever <laughs> so that's what i was thinking too. <laughs> oh, it's, a sandwich. it's a sandwich huh it's yeah. a <laughs> some nice retelling of, of the story here yeah that's right he takes her out to the country where he slaughtered his first cow <laughs> very romantic and, <laughs> and by that point somehow uh joy has gotten to know all the peasants that's what i said they don't even try like they the, why would these peasants speak no English? Just everybody mandatory to learn English upon birth in this yeah. country. I mean, so she's going around t- telling Boris, like, here's this person, here's this person, here's this person, and uh, he's just amazed that she can, she can do this. And then he's just and, amazed by each and every one of them. And so then he takes her to the factory. And I do think these scenes are pretty funny. <laughs> Fran, <laughs> Fran Drescher in this factory, and uh, and she immediately starts like mobilizing the workers, and and uh, <laughs> she's like, I might have said the word strike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's funny, okay. and <laughs> uh, so and he's like, no unions. <laughs> Uh, and so, and then she starts allowing Katrina to go into the dungeon to visit her, her man. <laughs> that is crazy. And we also get a scene with him playing Twister, which I feel like was a bit of a missed opportunity. I think Boris playing Twister would have been hilarious. Yeah. Timothy Dalton, like, stretching that would have been over funny. there. Yeah. But it's just her and the kids. And we also get a scene where she makes uh she makes clothes uh for the middle daughter uh out of out of the ralph lauren in the in the room and that's obviously a nod to sound of music that's always a joke sound of music and uh and she she ends up cutting uh boris's beard and and then and giving him a shave she says what are you afraid of and uh so the uh i and i i do like the scene with fran and the chicken is i think hilarious i think i could watch that all day i just 
Yeah, I just, I mean, I was down with her, like, just taking in this little chicken. Yeah, it was funny. It was yeah. really funny. Mm-hmm. And there's, so, the there's basically, like, this evil henchman uh, yes. that <laughs> works for uh, Boris, and he's he's not all about this at all. And even though she tells him, she's happy workers work harder. And, <laughs> and so, they're going to be throwing this big party for uh for the world to get them to think better about boris so she plans the big party and uh and the whole scene what do you think of the whole scene where she ends up being his masseuse it was very i I kind of was just like fran likes to get her love interest naked i feel like like she likes to just walk in or she likes to just randomly see them naked or something i don't know that's because it again reminded me of something very nanny-esque um yeah but i was just like i don't know i'm pretty sure she has some kind of nails (laughs) um that your very big hand male masseuse does not have uh her hands are probably like a third of his size he was he was pretty big like (laughs) you know like these little dainty hands in comparison um but yeah (laughs) i mean i like when he first walks in and she like is catching his shoes and then realizes and is like oh shoot and like throws them on the floor like that that i liked maybe more than like the scene itself of the actual massage yeah so this is where we find out that she tells he tells the masseuse that he has the uts for for joy that that he she walks uh she walks into the room and i spasm gives me a feeling in my stomach (laughs) oh really (laughs) and so then we see and and immediately immediately joy is i guess just completely twitterpated because she has no problems that she's in love with a dictator but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't bother her at all. I might be a little more conflicted uh, by that. Sad. <laughs> so you're so you're not one of those type Rachels. You're not a, a fixer upper girl. You're not a. Oh, oh no. I, you're not a. No. I, I, I've already got him on the ropes. I'm changing him. No, no, I'm not a. I'm not a bad fix the bad boy kind of gal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so she ends up in this really fancy dress for the party and uh what did you think i mean that's most of the most of the fashion is pretty standard fran fashion uh, no turtlenecks yeah, i know that was refreshing yeah that was so um, it must not be very cold in that eastern european yeah. country this would have been a more appropriate use of those turtlenecks i think maybe right. over here but it must not have been winter i don't know what the yeah. summer months are like over there yeah Oh, I actually really liked this dress. I thought this dress was really pretty. And I liked the tiara as well. I was going to say the same thing. I actually thought it was modern. Like, I think somebody could Mm -hmm. wear that dress now. It It was was beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Wow, we were like in sync there. Yeah. (laughs) And I really pretty. Her hair. I thought it was so beautiful. Yes. Uh, It, I mean, because it's different than when we get to the wedding uh the in the nanny her hair is beautiful as well but it was like a different kind of updo the it just i don't know i just thought it was so pretty she had the the she had these ringlets that were kind of yeah. i don't know about the size of a quarter i would say mm-hmm. and just the way it was done it was so pretty i love yeah, i think she looked actually gorgeous this entire film mm-hmm. that was one of the things like no matter where what she was in or where she was bopping around i was like wow she just looks like beautiful in this yeah. movie which mm-hmm. i think she's always beautiful but it was just like she, she had like a radiancy to her in the film yeah and i liked the nod i feel like it was a nod to a little bit of throwback with some of the clothing Mm-hmm. It's almost like a 60s vibe or 50s mm-hmm. vibe with some of the pants i can the- see that and uh, the way the hair with the headband and everything, and I really liked that. Like some of it was almost like something you'd see in some of the women wore that they wore in Greece. Yeah, like with this short pants, the capri pants, and that kind of stuff. I liked it a lot. I mean, it was yeah. totally her. So yeah, if you look like Anne Margaret, yeah, in, yeah, or or in uh, Bye Bye, like in Bye Bye Birdie, or some of those other movies, or like Very, in Next Week Yeah, type. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can see that. And so she finally, she tells him that she's not a real teacher. 
and she he says you are the best teacher i've ever known and then they dance and uh, the party is a big success uh, the little boys running around naked so that was kind of funny uh, and uh, i feel like they could have done more with that little boy i feel like things must have gotten cut because he's hardly they hardly I feel like they could have done well yeah both of those smaller kids yeah both the little the younger girl girl, she doesn't really do any and really the older boy after they pulled that stunt with him he doesn't really do much either um it's uh, you know he has his moment at the beginning and then at the very end but yeah i I mean it's definitely not like the nanny in the case where she she's not focused on these children right yeah. I mean, the girl is there because she's like a uh, political oppressed and like, you know, she's she's part of the, I guess, tension. But the other kids are definitely like, a, oh, move, move to the side. This is a yeah. rom-com, not a, <laughs> not a teacher nanny movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so the this guy, the assistant of Boris, he basically tries to blackmail her and say that he's going to tell about the boy in the dungeon and basically she admits it to boris and then they fight and she says you are a beast <laughs> and, uh and uh and then she she leaves and she goes and uh the uh in and, and then that's when boris finds out that this guy is like signing stuff for him and it's just out of control so he's gone and she takes the chicken back to Queens or wherever it's supposed to be <laughs> with her. And she's just her mom. She's like, you're feeding chicken to the chicken? That was, that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I God, also I just love that one moment where she's just like, don't leave the door open. The chicken can get out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the introduction that the chicken is around. <laughs> I I also I just because they bring back her one of her high school boyfriends or whatever. They <laughs> said so they were in the high the musical of Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> There's a whole song about the being the spawn of Satan. <laughs> like that that was funny. That's good. That made me laugh. Uh, and so uh they we get our ending our our fairy tale ending with boris there and he's released the boy and everything's great and he's gonna change uh slovenia or whatever um and yeah there you go that's the happy ending and that's the movie so there we go uh, I I just I think there's enough laughs. Like I I do think like scenes when she's giving the speech and holding her hands up for the people, and when when she's like trying to uh, trying to get the uh, the workers to rebel and just stuff like that, I think is funny. And I just like Fran so much that I like the movie. And uh, so I like it'll continue to be one of my guilty pleasures. To watch uh, until they make other movies with Fran, <laughs> then maybe I'll I'll let this one go. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, but I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Yeah, no, be uh, careful what you wish for, Rachel. You might get like a sitcom, <laughs> uh, like our new sitcom level oh, of a film from her now. So sad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I I'd probably give it like I don't even know what I give it because it's a guilty pleasure. But uh, but it was fun to talk about it with you guys. And uh, if anybody uh, listening, if you've seen Beautician and the Beast, let us know your thoughts. Uh, yeah, we'd love to hear. And just so you know, any- I just found out, sorry, that it's, it's actually going to be on HBO this week, if anyone's interested. Oh! oh. Popped up on my, I just happened to look, and I'm like, oh, How so- random! Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, so-, so do you have any closing thoughts to Colleen? No, I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, didn't love, I, I agree with pretty much a lot of what you guys both said. You know, the chemistry wasn't perfect, but it was me. It was decent. Um, he was not my least, he was not one of my favorite leading men. And I think that's part of what 
threw me off a little bit, mm-hmm. but I also think I just wanted Charles Shaw to see, which is not yeah. fair. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> not fair. <Yeah. laughs> but, you know, he, that, that obviously wasn't the point. So, but it was enjoyable. I'm glad, I'm glad we did this exercise yeah, here and I got out of my, didn't know, I really didn't know anything about the movie. I'd Me heard of either. it, but never seen it. So. It is kind of unusual to have a leader in these kind of movies that isn't British. Usually, even though they're from Slovakia, they usually have British accent. British <laughs> accent. <laughs> but uh, but any thought, any closing thoughts, uh, Larry, for you? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you prepped me a little bit. Uh, I'm glad we had discussions. So I was basically expecting um, the nanny in a, a long episode format. Otherwise, I might have been much harsher on the film. Um, see, it's all about expectations. People. Yeah. Just have to, you, if you know what you're walking into, um, it's a lot easier. To, to That's why those misleading marketing on film uh, do a good number on audience scores. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, it had enough of the franisms, uh, you know, when it comes to things like filmmaking, it's, it's a low budget, uh, right. <laughs> looks very, it's very episodic in its nature. It goes by all of the rom-com tropes in the book, but you know, that's, that's what you're here for, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's right. Very good. Very good. <laughs> well, let us know your thoughts if you've seen Beautician and the Beast. We'd love to talk about it. And we'll be back reviewing The Nanny next week, we promise. And uh, thank you so much. And so, Larry, how can people find you? <laughs> Yes, you can find me over on LC Screen Talk on YouTube as well as Twitter and Instagram. And if you're into just romance films in general, I did have Rachel over on my YouTube channel this past week and we discussed films we think are underrated and overrated in the romance genre. It was so fun. That was awesome. (laughs) You have to listen. You have to watch it. Pauline, how can people find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Lele, L-E-L-E, 44094. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, make sure you're following also the Hallmarkies podcast all over the place. And we are now at Francast14 on Twitter. So make sure to check that out. And make sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Uh, and uh, give us your ratings and reviews. We really need that as much as possible since we're just starting out as this, our first spinoff from the Hallmarkies podcast. We really need those uh, subscribers and views and downloads and all that stuff uh, to have this be a success. So we really, really appreciate it. We also have our patron group, which have information uh, in the description section. And we have our merch store, which has Frankcast merch designed by artist Jessica Miller. So also make sure to check that out. And thanks so much, you guys. And we will talk next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.